You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. Welcome in to the Sports Objective. It is Thanksgiving week, which means within the world of college football, that means rivalry week. And uh, right now on Sunny and Semenza, uh, we're going to take a look at week 13. Uh, but before we do that, I'd like to welcome in Sunny and Semenza. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm doing great. I can't wait for rivalry weekend. And we not only have Saturday, we have Friday games as well. And Thursday night, another good one, too. So it's going to be a good weekend of football. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, happy pre-Thanksgiving. I'm excited, too, man. Tons of great games. Um, you know, you have the Iron Bowl. You have the one game I've been really looking forward to all year is that Ohio State-Michigan game. And then, obviously, Thanksgiving, you have uh, the Giants, you know, versus Dallas in the NFL. So a lot, lot of good stuff going on. Matt, uh, we'll go over the list of games and uh, make our picks here in just a few minutes. But uh, tomorrow night, and this one actually is not on our list, um, but uh, the Egg Bowl taking place down in Oxford as you have Mike Leach and the Bulldogs traveling to, uh, to Oxford to take on the Rebels. And the Rebels ranked 20th in a slight two-point favorite there at Vault-Hemingway. Yeah, that's that's always a fun game. Like that's always the time when I'm trying to break away from the Thanksgiving table, guys. Like, you know, Jay, I'm sure, and, and Bubba, you can relate. Like, there's some people who could sit at the Thanksgiving dinner table for like seven hours straight and just talk. After about an hour, I'm I'm shot. I'm good to go, and I'm I'm kind of like looking for way and put on. So the egg boys. For me, like it's always a great, uh, entertaining game to watch. You know, because it's a chance to break away from the dinner table. Well, I'll watch it. I'll flip back and forth between that and the NFL games, but I think it's going to be even more interesting with Lane Kiffin's rumors uh, this week. And uh, Mississippi State's a good enough team to beat them, and there's a lot of distractions for Ole Miss. No doubt, Jay, and um, as far as Mississippi State is concerned, um, the Bulldogs, um, they have yet to win an Egg Bowl under uh, Mike Leach uh, as they are 0-2 and uh, seeking to avoid going 0-3 against the Rebs. So do you guys think there's any truth to these rumors about Lane Kiffin? You know, there was one rumor that, you know, somebody tracked his flight to Auburn. Um He's he's openly denying it, you know. He's he's saying he's he's locked in. But um, what what do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't know if all if he's really going to go there or not. But I don't believe that they're telling the truth. <laughs> I believe they say what they need to say in the moment. Exactly, and we know he's a job hopper, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no, he's he's, he's not going to stay at Ole Miss much longer. Agreed. Yeah. Before we um, talk about week 13 and make our picks, um, let's quickly reflect on week 12. And um, as far as as far as the picks are concerned, it was a rough week 
Um, now, after 12 weeks, Jay, you are 37, 40, and three. And Matt, you're 35, 42, and three. Oof. Ouch. So, um, what what were some of the things that stood out a week ago um, immediately and things that come to mind for me? Michigan, as well as TCU, both winning on last-second field goals. Um, and what about you guys? Well, Southern Cal, that game against UCLA, it was a shootout, and they they continue on, and they've got another one with Notre Dame. But that was a fun game to watch last weekend. That was a good game. Uh, I enjoyed that. You know, re- really tough game, and um, I agree that you know the TCU game was pretty awesome. You know, as they stay unbeaten here, what a what a way to to win that game, and um, you know, have a chance to to make the playoffs. So. That one, that one jumped out to me, and then obviously, guys, I'm still kind of uh, stewing over the East Carolina game, which we won't get into. Um, but uh, it was definitely an interesting weekend of college football. Our uh, beloved co-host on the sports objective, Kyle Barber, chiming in saying, "Y'all suck. <laughs> Do better with your picks." <laughs> well, Kyle, my friend, listen. Here's what we have to remember. We're picking the toughest games every week, right? Right, Jay? Toughest games every week. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 we're doing all right. It, listen, we're going to have a big week, and we're going to pull this thing back to 500. That's the goal. And starting things off, and we'll go to the American. You have Tulane traveling up to Nippert Stadium. Cincinnati has the second longest win streak in FBS. I'm behind only Clemson. And uh, Willie Fritz Ball Club um, you know, looking to, to end that. Um, Bearcats are a one-point favorite. So, essentially a pick them in this one. God, this is a sneaky good game. I, I mean, I, I think the way the schedule lined up with these two going against each other, the last ball game, I mean, this is perfect for the American. You know, you want to say Cincinnati at home is going to win this game. But like Bubba said, it is essentially a pick em. I'm going to go with an upset and say Tulane gets it done on the road. All right. All right, Jay. I like it. I mean, so this is uh, another opportunity to see that home win streak of Cincinnati uh, go by the wayside. I, you know, <laughs> this is a really tough one. I, I think you have two really good teams. Um, I do think you're going to get Tulane's best punch here, especially if lost uh ucf um so i th- think this that that winning streak down like tulane to uh to get it done and win the game taking place down in uh, tuscaloosa you have the iron bowl um cornell cadillac williams has done a pretty commendable job um, taking over a tough situation there when Brian Harson was let go, um, but um, you know Auburn's a twenty-two point dog at Brian Denny. Whew. Jay, I'll let you take this one first. Well, I just think of these rivalry games. You know, more times than not, it's going to be close, and I just I think Auburn's going to find a way to 
They may yeah. lose by 21, but I just don't think it's going to be by 22 or more. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, with Auburn to cover. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, we all know Auburn is not a very good team this year, but it's not like Alabama is blowing people out every week. I mean, they're playing a lot of tight games. And then you throw in the fact that this is the Iron Bowl major rivalry game. You know, Auburn's going to probably play with about as much emotion as, as they have all season. So, kind of like you, Jay, like I could see Auburn losing this game by like 17 or 20 points, but I don't see them losing by 22. So, um, I'm going to have to go with uh, with Auburn as well. Heading up north um, at the Horseshoe, they're at Ohio Stadium. The Buckeyes are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite as they will uh, look to start a new win streak against Michigan after Michigan was victorious last year in the big house. Well, you know, both of these teams last week, guys, I don't know if they were looking ahead, but they both had way tougher games than expected. Michigan had Illinois at home, and they were a huge favorite and, and you know, barely squeaked by in that game. I think they won by two against the Illini. And then Ohio State had their hands full with um, Maryland, I believe. Uh, that was a very close game late. So I think you had two teams kind of looking ahead a, bit, a little bit to this one. Um I do like the home team here to win the game, but seven and a half seems like a lot to me. That half point is kind of the deciding factor. So I do expect Ohio State to win, but I like Michigan to cover the seven and a half. Uh, heading out west. Uh, in the well, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I was on mute. So that's a ri another rivalry game. I mean, it's going to depend on Blake Corum for me being healthy or not. But I just don't see I, – I don't see that game being a blowout either way. I'm going to say Michigan covers. It's going to be it's going to be an awesome game, guys. I mean, you know, that that's – that's you're talking about number two versus number three. You know, Michigan coming off that big win last year. They finally get over the hump and beat Ohio State. That game's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Like, if you're a fan of college football, you have to watch that game. And um, it's going to be cold, and uh, it's just it's just going to be like you know, perfect situation for football. So, I can't wait to watch that one. Now heading out west, um, for the Civil War, you have Oregon. Um, the Ducks will head to Corvallis, and they are a slight three point favorite. All right. Well, in this one, in this one, you know, Oregon's had some huge victories, but uh, they've also here as of late, you know, not not been as on fire. Rivalry ball game again. I'm going to say Oregon State covers. Mm, mm, all right, that's a tough one. I think this is what number. I think number nine. I think Oregon State this week is twenty-one. So you're talking about two, two solid teams, you know, two very solid teams. Um, I just think Oregon's a little better. Um, I don't love them away from Austin Stadium, but I do think Oregon's better. I think they'll find a way. I'm going to go with the road team and say that, that the Ducks get it done, cover the three. Another matchup within within the Pac-12, um, or at least, you know, the – 
USC Trojans, uh, they welcome Notre Dame uh, of independent status to the Coliseum, um, Lincoln Riley's club, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So this is another really intriguing game, guys. You know, Notre Dame had a really slow start this year, and they've they've had some weeks where they where they play phenomenal. You know, you look at what they did against Clemson. They annihilated Boston College last week. So Notre Dame is a team that's getting much better as the season goes on. Um, you know, pe- people kind of like point to their record, but if you just look at the second half of the season, they've been much better. Um, I am not sold at all on USC. I'm just not sold, man. Like they play their schedules kind of weak in my opinion. Um, I know they can score a lot of points, but five and a half seems like a lot. Five and a half seems like a lot to me. You know, I know this isn't a vintage Notre Dame team, but I want to see what USC can do against a team of this caliber with this kind of talent. And I'm just not sold. So with that said, I'm going to go Notre Dame to get it done. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with every single point Matt just made and the fact that USC just had an emotional victory against UCLA. Last week, it's going to be tough to have another big game. I think this is the bet of the weekend in Notre Dame covers. Yeah, that's a great point, Jay, about, you know, coming off an emotional high against UCLA. It's always kind of tough to, to recover from that. So that's, that's a that's a solid point. Another, um, another reason why I think Notre Dame will win yeah. it. I just think it's a terrible matchup for USC. I don't think I don't think when they face a team that's gonna run the ball and play good defense, I, I just don't think they're gonna match up well in this game. I think Notre Dame will win it. Last week, guys, I'm within the ACC and you had North Carolina getting upset at Keenan Stadium by Georgia Tech. Um, the Yellow Jackets rallied from seventeen down to knock off Matt Brown and the Tar Heels. And this week North Carolina will Look to develop some momentum in this rivalry uh, matchup um, with NC State, who's really been struggling. They're coming to Keenan Stadium, uh, six-and-a-half-point dog, and the Tar Heels are looking to play some better football before they go to play for the ACC title against Clemson. Well, I'm going to stay with my theme. I mean, you know, UNC's coming in kind of wounded after their loss last week. NC State's a disaster on offense. But you kind of throw everything out in this ballgame. And I I think UNC will win, but I don't know if they're going to win by seven points or more. So I'm going to go with NC State to cover. So this one here, you know, for me, like – another tough rivalry game, but NC state just hasn't been the same without their quarterback since he went down. And I think now, like you've seen over the last few weeks, now that there's film on the, on the freshman quarterback, um, they're just struggling to score. They're struggling, struggling to move the ball. And the one thing North Carolina can do really well is put up points. So I just think that I think it will be a tough, game but North Carolina will outscore them and eventually win by at least a touchdown so I'm going to go with the heels down in the Sunshine State uh, you have the Florida Gators coming off a loss at Vanderbilt they will travel to Dope Campbell Stadium and they are a nine and a half point dog to uh, Mike Norvell's Florida State Seminoles so, Jay, I'll jump in on this one first. I feel really strongly about this game. I feel really strong about it. 
Um, the fact that Florida lost to Vanderbilt, that was a that was a huge upset. Nobody expected that. This Florida team, they've been so up and down, you know, almost lost to, to South Florida earlier. And then they've had some great games, you know, almost beat Tennessee. They're really up and down, but their pride is hurt, man, losing to Vanderbilt last week. And the fact that Florida State's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, way too high, way too high. Like, I actually think Florida could win this game outright. So I'm taking the Gators. I For agree me, with everything you just said. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, Jay, just like you were saying about the the other one, like your pick of the week, uh, I feel like this is my pick of the week right here, the Gators. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, it's – when you lose a ball game, you get tested. And it's sometimes, you know, once you get embarrassed, it, it doesn't repeat itself. And I expect Florida to come out and play great, and I, I agree. I think they could win this game. I don't think Florida State's that good. And, yeah, Florida lost last week, but that was last week. I think they're going to come out there and play really good on Saturday, and they've got a ton of talent. And it's not what you've done in the past; it's what you do on game day. And I think, I think they're going to go out there and cover for sure. Last weekend, the story that stole the show in college football was down in Columbia as Shane Beamer and the South Carolina Gamecocks lit up number five Tennessee, sixty-three to thirty-eight this week. The Gamecocks are seeking to end a long drought against Clemson as they travel to Death Valley, 14-and-a-half-point dogs. Well, guys, I, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, do we do we all agree this Clemson team isn't a dominant Clemson team? I, I wouldn't be surprised if South Carolina wins this. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either, Jay. I just think, you know, another rivalry game. Yeah, South Carolina had a huge victory. It's going to be tough, you know, to come back here with another big game that's another top 10 team. But I just think late later on in the season, crazy things happen. I think the Gamecocks are going to cover. I think they could win it, but I, I think they'll definitely cover. I agree, man. I, we're definitely agreeing on a lot of these games tonight. I – um. Very impressed with South Carolina last week, and I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on Shane Beamer as a coach. Like I think he's going to have a lot of success there. Um, really like his style, like real positive, energetic, like younger guy that um, seems to communicate well with these players. He's got them going in the right direction. Nobody saw that game last week. I mean, nobody saw South Carolina hanging. How many was it, Bubba? Sixty-five. Sixty-three. Yeah, at one point they led 63-31, to 31, and then Tennessee scored there in the last couple minutes to for the 63-38 final. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Now, one thing I'll say is Clemson's defense is light years ahead of Tennessee's, um, so it's not going to be nearly as easy for South Carolina to put up points. But uh, another game, I feel like it could go either way, and I feel like that line is just really high. For me, so I'm going with the Gamecocks. Well, I definitely uh, tend to agree there. Um, I was debating, you know, whether I think they'll win the game or not. But um, getting 14 and a half, um, I think I'll definitely take South Carolina plus the points. Um, down between the hedges, uh, you have Georgia Tech coming off that big comeback win, as I referenced earlier, 21 to 17. 
at North Carolina, and uh, they are 35-and-a-half-point dogs against Kirby Smart in Georgia. I mean, like, when I look at all these spreads, these spreads, I believe, are maybe indicative of what the spread or the point difference should be, but rivalry games are different. And teams that maybe aren't as good or maybe teams that should get blown out by 35 points are maybe only going to lose by 20 in rivalry games. Those teams are going to play better. And they're just more competitive. You know, I know I'm not not 500 on the year picking games, but I'll tell you, I'd be very surprised if in these rivalry games, the favored team just blows out or wins all these games outright. I just think underdogs can win or will at least make it close. So I'm going to go Georgia Tech. Oh, this is another tough one, guys. I mean, 35 and a half points. Good Lord. Um, you know, you could really go either way. I mean, I, I have no – like, I think I think Georgia Tech is going to have actually impossible time scoring points here. Um, not a very dynamic offense. Uh, pre- pretty simple, like, when you watch them, what they do. Um, but they have been playing really good defense. But I see a lot of situations in this game where it's a Georgia Tech has the ball. It's a three and out. Georgia gets field position, score. Um, I see turnovers. You know, I think it could get way out of hand. And that 35 and a half is huge. But I guess what I'm saying here is I'm going to go with the dogs just to absolutely steamroll the Yellow Jackets. This game's going to be like maybe 48 to 7. And the final game of the week. Um, it is the Apple Cup. Uh, you have Washington traveling to Pullman, and they are a slight two-point favorite over the Cougars. The Apple Cup. I've never heard of that one before. Did you know that, Jay? I knew I knew it was some cup. I just didn't know which vegetable or fruit it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's a first. Bubba, thank you for uh, dropping that knowledge. Um, I don't know. I, you know, Washington – very solid team. I like how they beat. They went on the road and beat Oregon uh, last week. So for no other reason, I'm just going to go with the Huskies and say that they cover the two. Yeah, I mean this one essentially a pick 'em. I'll uh, I'll go with the Huskies too on the road. It's, it's a tough atmosphere to win in this rivalry over at Washington State. But I'll go with the Huskies to win in cover. Yeah. And Kyle chimes in once again and saying Washington's Apple State. Come on, people. Kyle's on fire tonight. Kyle's feeling very good. You know, we need to get Kyle's picks. Did Kyle type his picks into the – He uh, did. Uh, all right, all right. At so, least – yeah, I think most every game, if not every game, um, looking back through these, um, let's see. What did Kyle yeah. have on Ohio State-Michigan? I'm curious. Just one moment. Y'all talk for a moment. All right. Um, yeah, so, so, Jay, really quick, looking ahead since, you know, obviously, you know, uh, East Carolina here. What are your thoughts on the Pirates going into Philly? The line opened at 14. It's down to 10 and a half. Um, 
what are your thoughts on the Pirates bouncing back here to get this win? Well, I think I think the Pirates will bounce back. I think after last week's game, you know, they're they're locked in and focused and you know, wanted to make sure they finish out the regular season the right way. So I, I know last week's game was a shock and it didn't go the way they wanted to on senior day. So I think they're going to get locked in and, and play really well. But I'll tell you, the, it's a tough place to play in November up in Philadelphia. It's going to be cold. Temple is getting better. And, you know, they always just seem like they play a little bit better in November. So I, I think the Pirates are motivated. I think the Pirates will win. But I think this is a tough matchup. It definitely is. It didn't look like it was going to be about six or seven weeks ago. But you, Temple's the, a program – you have to give credit to first-year coach Stan Drayton. I mean, this guy's doing a great job. He, he's kind of changing the culture. That team is getting so much better as the season goes on to the point now where they're a dangerous team. And, um, you know, to me, type of game, Jay, you're going into an empty stadium. There's going to be about 50 people at that game. And they're probably going to be the parents of the Temple players. <laughs> right. uh, so it's going to be a dead atmosphere. You re- so, like, what I'm saying is this is the type of game where you have to bring energy. You have to create energy. And I think who's ever the most excited to play a football game is going to win. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I think last week's loss is going to create a lot of motivation. So I, I think you know East Carolina, of course, you don't want that game against Houston. You don't want it to be like that, but I, you know, I do think it's going to be an opportunity that they can learn from that, and and bring, you know, bring that mentality on the road, because that is tough when there's no one there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jay, what do you think it was? You know, as a former player, a broadcaster, what do you think it was last week? Do you think it was a hangover? from the Cincinnati game? Do you think this team was just emotionally spent? I mean, what do you think? How do you go from playing that well um, to all of a sudden just getting absolutely destroyed like that? Yeah. Well, there, there's no way to truly know. I mean, we're we're on the outside, so we're just guessing. But, you know, my, my thought is once you get later on in the year, you, you just have to bring it every single week. And for whatever reason, they, you know, they, it was not their day, and Houston played great, and East Carolina didn't, and they dominated. And, you know, it may partially be the, the frustration of the Cincinnati game. And, you know, it's it's not one of those things, Matt. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, it's something where you're thinking about that all week. But if that is does have an effect even for a day, or even if that's in the back of your mind, if there's some effect from that, 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 that can affect the next week's game. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone truly knows the answer because if they knew the answer, it wouldn't have happened. But I do think, you know, towards the end of the year, you know, maybe a little bit of a of a stretch there after that Cincinnati game where, you know, there's from some frustration and it lingered and, you know, whatever it was that affected the ball game because I know they're very disappointed, you know, just with the Houston game's outcome. Now, Matt, um, going back to some of Kyle's picks, because I know you were asking about that. Uh, <laughs> as I put on the screen a moment ago, and Kyle said he thinks the Pirates will win, but give him Temple plus 10 and a half. Um, he took Washington to cover the two in the Apple Cup. He took 
South Carolina plus the 14 and a half in that one. Uh, he took so we're FSU. All agree- we're all in agreement on Washington and South Carolina. He took the the Gators and the points in that battle. Um, he said North Carolina will cover against NC State. Uh, he says uh, give him give him the Beavers in Corvallis against Oregon. Yeah. He said he said Jay's taking Ohio State. Let's see. And Dave chiming in as well, saying he loves Michigan in a close one in that game. Uh, okay. And then, okay. And then Kyle agreed with you guys that he's taken Tulane to snap Cincinnati's home win streak. Mm. All right. All right. I like it. So Kyle pretty much agrees with just a- Yeah. I took, I took Michigan to cover. That's right. You took Michigan, didn't you, Jay? Okay. All right. Yeah. You got you have that locked in? Yeah, he says give and Kyle said, give me Ohio State. Oh, oh, he he wants Ohio State, okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. It's the half point, guys. That's what it is. The seven and a half. You know, that that's the issue for me. If it was seven or under, I'd I'd like probably like the Buckeyes, but that half point is like, that's a killer. I'll tell you something that surprised me looking at this week's poll. Um, and as I was looking over some of these matchups, um, you, you have in Kentucky, um, the cards facing off with the Wildcats. Kentucky is a three-point favorite there at home in Lexington. Louisville this week is ranked 25th. And that, that caught me by surprise. I was not expecting to see that. That's it. You know, they've been, they've had some great performances throughout the year and uh, really snuck up on here. So, yeah, they're currently seven and four. Yeah. Tough loss at Clemson, you know, a few weeks ago when the quarterback went down, but uh, definitely a team that uh, has talent and uh, has improved a lot. And I'll tell you one that's perhaps my lock of the week. It would definitely be up there for consideration, and that is LSU minus 10 at Texas A&M. And then Texas A&M last week struggled to beat UMass. That – what in the world is going on with that program? I mean, I, I so, Jay, I, you, I don't know if you know this, but prior to the season, we interviewed the color commentator for Texas A&M, and – Actually, it was their equivalent of Steve and I go. It was uh, their, it was their twenty four seven sports guy. Okay, okay. Well, I've never heard anybody so confident in my life about the roster, the talent, what Jimbo Fisher's building. You know um, that they're seven and eight deep on the defensive line. Um, couldn't have been further from that team. Is a disaster. Absolute disaster. Can we get that guy back on and interview him again? <laughs> See what he thinks. Yeah, he said App State had no chance. Basically, I mean, he may not have used those words verbatim, but uh, he insinuated in that meaning that Texas A&M was in a completely different league than App State. Well, he was definitely wrong on that one. 
and uh, sounds like he was wrong on the whole season. I mean, they've got talent, but uh, there's obviously issues there, chemistry issues, and, and uh, probably a lot of things going on people don't even know. Because anytime you have talent and you're that big of a disaster, it's that's a that's a bad deal that's going on at A and M right now. Yeah. He said he kept saying Appalachian instead of instead of Appalachian. Yeah, a little overconfidence there. But, yeah, I'll tell you guys, it's going to be an awesome weekend. Um, can we get some snow? I'm hoping for some snow and, and maybe this Ohio State game or one of these big games. Oh, yeah, not, not where we live, but on the games, yeah, let's definitely get some snow. <laughs> Another game to keep an eye on, guys, because this could be a potential bowl opponent for the Pirates uh, if they were to go to Myrtle Beach. And uh, that's that's a bowl that's been speculated a lot. Uh, and the the Pirates could, you know, would be facing a Sun Belt team there at Coastal Carolina, App State and Georgia Southern, that big rivalry matchup this weekend in Statesboro. App State's a five-point favorite. Um, whichever team wins the game will become bowl eligible. Um, so you, you have Georgia Southern at five and six and App State at six and five, but the Mountaineers need seven wins because of having played two FCS opponents due to a, a scheduling uh, situation there with Marshall coming into the Sun Belt. So... Uh, so we'll, that, that will be interesting to see how that one unfolds there in Statesboro between App State and Georgia Southern. Um, you also have uh, you have Marshall at 7-4, and four who could be an option for that Myrtle Beach Bowl. And um, speaking, of, speaking of Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers are uh, traveling to Harrisonburg. They're 9-1, they're taking on 7-3, and three, James Madison. Howdy. And I would personally love to see that. I'm sorry, I missed the first part of that. What you would you would love to see? What Matt? So if if I'm hearing a lot of rumors about if if East Carolina beats Temple this weekend, they're going to play at Fenway in a bowl game, and I would love to see that. I would absolutely love that. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm hoping for here. You've seen ECU Duke a lot, and also um, ECU Louisville. Um, so. I think perhaps that Louisville matchup was more so in the, the military bowl, but uh, ECU Duke has been speculated a lot for that matchup at Fenway Park. So, um, yeah, well, we should would... find out on Sunday, right? Perhaps, um, yeah. You you would think that you would think it may be then uh, in. Dave says, Dave, when did you come? I know uh, a few years ago, I mean, there's been football games at Fenway. Uh, you, you had Notre Dame play Boston College there within the last few years. And he, he specifies the inaugural bowl game in Fenway. But, um, guys, do you have anything else before we get out of here? Oh, just, Sorry, just the look. last week of the regular season. This is wild how quick the season's gone. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe it's the final week of the regular season. We need to get this thing back to 500 at the very least, Jay. Um, well, we, we will. 
We will. I, I feel very good about this week, Matt. I really do. Like really Kyle's do. saying, you know, we, we may not find out our bowl uh, situation, and we probably won't until uh, the following weekend after the championship games are played. It's, it's, it's like an election. It's like an election in the United States. You don't find out until weeks later, sometimes months. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and it, should, that it, should be, it should be immediate. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. But, uh, road. yeah. We'll go ahead and get out of here. And, yeah, Dave says, got to count the absentee ballots. But uh, you know, <laughs> Dave, we, 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 hope, of reason. we hope each – sorry, go ahead. Dave is always the voice of reason. And uh, and Kyle said they're going to have to recount the wins. But I uh, appreciate everyone tuning in as always. Week 13 of college football is here. And uh, also a ton of college basketball taking place as well. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, everyone. Be safe traveling. Enjoy time with friends and family. And um, as always, go Pirates. And we'll talk to you soon right here on the Sports Objective. You're watching the Sports Objective, the podcast for Pirates. Listen to the show pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Sports OBJ on Twitter and TikTok, at the Sports Objective on Instagram. Like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, we appreciate you listening to the show. And go Pirates! <laughs>